Welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. One whole week into 2018. Everybody, how are we feeling about it, Jade Josh? Are we liking the flavor, the, the musk of 2018, or are we kind of turned off it? Mm, I'm feeling optimistic. We'll see. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't also don't want to jinx, I don't want to commit too much just in case in between us editing this episode and releasing it, something awful happens. That's true. Let me add an addendum <laughs> then. I'm feeling optimistic despite everything probably being shit. Shall we all just kind of like do little sound bites like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened, but let's make the best of it. Yes. <laughs> that would be appropriate. Okay, I'll do my sound bit. What? I mean, that did happen, but we can persevere. Has or, it? Even then, these are quite negative ones. So let's go. Should we do a positive spin? Okay, 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 right. Um, nothing can take me down. We will survive. What a, what a great Again, start to the year. That's quite negative. <laughs> we will survive. I, okay. I can't believe how good this first week has been. It's been all right. I mean, Christmas was very refreshing, I must say. So I hope you guys feel the same. And I'm ready to make a new superhero. The can first. I, can I do my sound Oh, yeah, bit you haven't done your, your sound of bit. Of course. I can't believe the fans banded together in support of the creators unanimously. <laughs> <laughs> now that's very oh optimistic uh, of you. I really look forward to using that one. <laughs> Might as well edit that out right now. <laughs> all right. Speaking of fans unanimously saying good things about a thing, shall we all unanimous, unanimously say a good thing about a comic we've been reading? Sure. We've all read a few over the year. The Christmas break, of course. I mean, there's that time where you want to get away from your family and... You, you... Well, there is a cool thing in Iceland where they give each other a book on Christmas Eve and then they just spend the entire day reading it. Yeah, I read about oh. that. You mean heaven? <laughs> <laughs> the dream. What What have you been reading on Christmas Eve, Josh? The most... In your traditional Icelandic uh, yeah. tradition. Uh, I've been reading the extremely festive, often mentioned in name, but never actually recommended his books yet. Uh, Fragments of Horror by Junji oh. Ito. Oh boy, <laughs> the, the most festive of Spooky all the books. Scary. Tell me about the spook. Ah, but it's not just spook. Fragments of Horror is a short story collection by Junji Ito. For those who don't know him, he's whenever someone mentions kind of like, oh, what kind of horror comics should I be reading? Chances are, like one of the first things you'll be mentioned is his Uzumaki series, which is about mm. a town invaded by spirals. Geo where a town is invaded by fish with legs. It's scarier than it sounds, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Fragments of Horror are a selection of shorter stories, ranging in various little um, lengths. And they're not all spooky, which is fun. They do kind of go into this kind of quite comedic. There's mm. uh, a kind of weird erotic one. But even then, it's not its not really erotic. It's about a woman who finds a house sexy. Um, oh, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. Does this does Fragments of Horror have the polar neck one? Yes. Uh, it's actually Excellent. on the cover, which, despite me looking at the cover many times, basically, once again, this is an audio medium, so I can't throw it up. So the cover is basically a parody of the Scream, mm. um, but it's got someone holding their head. And I've only just realised <laughs> that this this person is the main character for one of my favourite stories in the book, Red Turtleneck, which is about a guy who cheats on his girlfriend with a witch, and the witch basically wants his severed head. And It's a very, very good one. <laughs> yes, very good. Uh, things happen. But what I love most about Ito stuff 
especially with the short stories, that they're so effective to have like no context to them. Mm. Mm. Um, like particularly the one about the woman who finds a house sexy. It's crazy how it just kind of ends. Yeah. And it's like, where's this going to go? Like, we haven't got any background on this. That's kind of half the horror to it, isn't mm. it? It's quite interesting because I always remember hearing, remember reading a nice little thing about Stephen King's It and how the first chapter of that with Georgie and Pennywise meeting is like the perfect short horror story. And I think that really transitions well into Ito's work, that kind mm. of idea about this kind of weird thing that happens, build up, build up, build up, pay off, end. Hmm. In like Just really short pages. In and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you what, Josh, speaking of horror stories. Mm-hmm. And manga. Mm. Uh, uh, hold, hold on. I think to start off 2018, we, we need to hear the phrase. How how good would you say it is, Josh? Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it comes to Jinji Ito's work, it's just good. There you go. There it is. Well, after a good start, 2018 is going to be okay. It's going to be just good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so when I was at home, I uh, had a look through my uh, old bookshelves. And I was sort of rifling through those. You know, as you do when you go back home to your old room and your old digs. And I caught a glimpse of a manga I've not read since it ended a few years back. But people often forget how good Naruto was back in the day. <laughs> so, Naruto by Masashi Kishimoto. Are you about to recommend Naruto? <laughs> I'm about to recommend oh, Naruto. 2018. What a, what, a, what a bunch of twists and turns. Let's let's twist and turn all about. So for the uninitiated, <clears throat> uninitiated, Naruto is all about a world of ninjas, naturally, and one boy in particular has the spirit of a very destructive eight-tailed fox, the nine-tailed fox, sorry, sealed within them. But um, they are an orphan, and because of this fact, they are an outcast. But despite that, they wish to become the most powerful ninja in their village. And the story goes from there about them going through ninja school and fighting various threats when they're out on missions trying to learn to become the best that they can possibly be with various weird and wonderful characters on their journeys as well. It's your typical, super popular, monolith shonen uh, manga slash anime slash franchise. And these kinds of things, they tend to be quite easy targets for a lot of hipster fans wanting to bash on something but you mean I still Jade, Jade and I <laughs> yeah you pesky fellas I tell you what I won't shit on early Naruto early Naruto was nice and simple it was just sort of about ninjas and friendship this is what I'm getting at um, ninjas and friendship and just trying to be the best despite it all and helping your friends out as well naturally Naruto's uh, self-appointed rival Sasuke is very similar to himself uh, a loner, an orphan, someone who is very, very confident in their resolve to um, rebuild their clan, and they have this this sort of compelling friendship that a lot, a lot, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of a people have latched on. Mm. A deep attraction, one might say. <laughs> just mean, as friends, you... just as friends, no homo. But no, I, I was reading it when I was back home, and I was like, God, I remember what this did for me as a comics fan. If it wasn't for things like Naruto and one piece even even bleach even bleach i wouldn't be here now recording this podcast so i have to give a shout out to kishimoto sen and the uh the jump massive mm. i think it's also quite interesting to remark on the fact that 
the first time I ever met you, Dean, you were wearing a Naruto headband. (laughs) And I promptly attempted to ignore you. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, who's this dweeb with the Naruto headband? I must stay away from them. Yeah. This is is going on the internet. (laughs) This is going on the internet where people will hear it, guys. Maybe we shouldn't. (laughs) But, hey, like, the first, first, like, 10, 20 volumes are still good reads, solid. Um, If you're... Uh, into your shonen, your very hot-blooded, fighty comics. Check it out. I'm I'm just respecting my roots. That's all. fine. I shouldn't really make fun of you for kind of reviving a classic because I've kind of done the same this week. <laughs> what is your first read of 2018 that we will all remark upon in 12 months' time? I've been rereading Cardcaptor Sakura. Oh, that, see, you have a go at me, but no, that's I, know. I have a valid reason for picking this one up again. The, the manga finished quite a few years ago, but um, the creator's clamp decided to create a sequel uh, last year, and the anime is starting very soon, and I'm excruciatingly excited about this. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see clamp not stick the landing. Yeah, clamp, clamp <laughs> went oh, way off the deep end later on, but I, I maintain that Cardcaptor Sakura is probably peak clamp. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of their finest series. Uh, it's about a girl who stumbles across a magical book that contains a set of um, cards that feature... I'm pretty sure there's a, a quite a good way of you describing this through some sort of song. <laughs> <laughs> some like them, like the, the Keepers of the Clow were all a mystery <laughs> until that mighty book mighty was opened. Mighty book was open. And the powers, powers were, were set, set free. free. <laughs> that was a terrible Captain. English... Um, intro to the anime Mystic that adventure. our fans should definitely Google. <laughs> a quest for all time. Okay, yeah, it well, it did have a very good dub opening, but anyway, uh, she finds this book and all the cards uh, escape, and uh, they manifest as these evil creatures that she has to capture with the help of uh, a wand and this small creature called Kiro, who's like a <laughs> a very small lion with wings. Oh, I loved Kiro. Mm, very cute. He's adorable. Um, Why do you like this manga that is 20 years old? Well, like I said, it's got all the hallmark clamp things. Um, really gorgeous designs, delicate line work. It was sweet and charming, and it had a lot of kind of long variety legs. of romances. What? Long legs. Yeah, long legs. Long yeah, everyone has long legs forever. But it was this kind of point where they were... Not too absurd. Like, they'd learnt from their early mistakes, so they weren't drawing people with ginormous triangle shoulders. <laughs> um, the, the designs were actually, you know, at a nice kind of cute level, and it really suited this sort of... I think she was 10 years old at the start of the story. Yeah. Um, so it sorted that kind of target market for their readership, you know, this really cutesy style. And, you know, they, they bring back these characters in some of their later stories, but, like, different series, and they just kind of shit on them. So this hmm. is kind of the point where they just had a really nice, simple story, and they didn't fuck up the ending either. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's one of their finest works. Um, and it's just, like, such a charming read as well. Mm. Like, a Monster of the Week story, but with a lot of romance and magic and stuff. Well, Jade, you would know um, the most about Clamp out of any of us, and dare I say, out of most people in your university class, as your entire dissertation was written on them, I believe. What a waste of several months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we've got a manga trio oh, yeah. to kick off 2018. Another manga week. Mm. I'm sorry to all the uh, 
superhero fans and image. No, no. Naruto is quite a heroic character. And so, so Sakura. Sakura. Yeah. It's just true. Yeah. And Ito's short Listen. stories are full of vaguely heroic characters who meet <laughs> terrible fates. This is this is true. Hey, listen. Manga are cool as well. If you're into to your, your Western comics, into your big two, branch out a little bit. You, you might find something real nice. Oh, hey, guess what? What? It's time for my first review plug of 2018. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So... If you leave us a review on iTunes, not only will it help us gain a little bit more popularity and, you know, all that cool stuff that goes along with it, but you also gain the opportunity to become a hero on this very podcast. So if you uh, leave us a review, whatever name is attached to that, we will put through the hero generation weirdness generators uh, that we find and we will make you into a hero. So leave us a review. And now, folks, people, my good dudes, would you like to make the first hero of 2018? Sure. Hmm. Now, Josh. Yep. What did you get up to during New Year's? Um, I'll tell you when I receive the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. People drink a lot during New Year's. They drink a whole lot. I drink a whole lot. Jade drunk enough. <laughs> a suitable amount. You make me sound like I can't drink as much as you when we all know, and that (laughs) is everyone on the internet knows I can drink you under the table. Well, this is unfair. You're compact. You're like made of like dark matter. (laughs) Meanwhile, I am essentially a cotton bud. Yes. But listen, Jade, what's your favorite cocktail? Oh, hmm. Hmm. See? See, I bet your favorite cocktail would make a very good superhero (laughs) name. Right. So I got me... The web tender, and I've put him on automatic random cocktail generation mode. Okay, mm. th- th- this is a relief because my one of my favorite cocktails is a white Russian, and that would <laughs> not make for a good hero. <laughs> well, I've given it a spin a few times, and I've ended ended up on a paisley martini. I don't think that would be a little bit of a strain for us. We don't want mm. that for uh, 2018. So I'm just going to keep refreshing this for a few times while I'm talking to you all and see what kind of cocktail I will sure. generate. I'm still after trying I... to think of my favourite cocktail. <laughs> I can't really pick. I've had quite a few nice ones. Like, it's they a, all have it's a single bonuses. serving of Baileys. No, not that <laughs> shitty serving of Baileys. Ooh. I think I got a little cocktail for us to use mm-hmm. as a hero name. Who do you think Sweet Temptation is? <laughs> <laughs> and for all the... Uh, the alcohol fans out there, a sweet temptation is a triple sec, peach yep. tree snaps, sprite, sour mix, ice cubes, and lime. That sounds real nice. This is the first time this we can sounds... actually get a recipe. Like, mm. if any of our listeners, they might have a sweet temptation then. Yeah. So, I like sweet temptation. I like the name. I'm ruling out seductress or seductor right now. Okay. Okay. What about an incubus? Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Is that not a seductor? <laughs> seductive well, type now when we're thinking of like seductors and seductors I'm guessing you're thinking more of like a kind of sexual kind of thing mm-hmm. you're trying to rule out well maybe it doesn't have to be sexual what if they can try right. and tempt them with their dreams Some, or something like experiences mm. now y'all are miss- missing the key word here sweet sweet 
temptation. Mm-hmm. Now we we've had Cleopatra Parfait in the yeah, past. Yeah, my who, mind sprung to Cleopatra. Who? Well, her whole shtick was that she was a super powered pastry chef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do another chef food based hero? Or do we want to try and find another angle? Um, well, our last actual bunch of heroes were all named after cookies and mince pies. Mm. That is true. Oh, Sweet Temptation. What if Sweet Temptation is a corporate CEO and the temptation is always financial? So they go up to people and they're like, hey, I'll give you a fiver. This doesn't you... sound very heroic. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just a, 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 a gem of an idea. Just a seed. I was picturing someone that tempts criminals into doing something maybe worse. <gasps> Ooh. Like, go on. Yes, actually, I think we were about the, we were close to the same thing there. Yeah. Okay, let me try and put out a situation for you. We'll go to our classic. We'll go to the mm-hmm. bank robbery. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine there's a couple of criminals. They're just going about their business trying to steal a bunch of money. Suddenly, when they walk past, they're just down a corridor. They walk back... And suddenly a room has appeared to their right. And a massive diamond just sits in this room. And it's like, oh, exactly what I was thinking. Is it? <laughs> yes. Basically trying to tempt them with a bigger potential crime, a bigger payout. Yes. And then they end up getting... Caught. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet Good. temptation. <laughs> we got it. Nice. Maybe sweet temptation then is like a polymorph character almost. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they can transform into objects of desire no matter what they are oh what's well, so you're, you're to... thinking that maybe when they go into this room sweet temptation is the diamond in this situation yeah oh, i like that and kind of does like a mimic kind of thing where they yeah. just kind of mm. appear and it's like and like oh, they don't have control mm. over what it is they just go okay i gotta turn into what they desire yeah Boop. oh it's a diamond okay I'll, I'll work with this and so sometimes it's something like that's a bit dumb and they're just like oh really but then they have to set up the room and <laughs> like maybe they can conjure things as well but they have to be the oh, object like of desire hmm. <laughs> i think uh, sweet temptation can have some basic polymorph abilities like mm-hmm. changing their their physical appearance staying human though keeping that rule on them but really? then they have sort of temptation mode so maybe they are an infiltration hero of sorts maybe so, they wait Wait, so they can't become a diamond? No, no, no. They can. Okay. Like, they have their human polymorph mode, and then they they go into, like, temptation mode, where they change into, like, the diamond or the okay, okay. The, the sandwich that they so crave, etc. <laughs> That'd be great if, like, a criminal was duped out because they wanted a sandwich, and, you know, that led them Well, if anything, that, that, that could potentially work. You know, like, if a criminal was, once again, robbing a bank, but the only reason they were doing it was because they were hungry. Yeah. And Ooh. in the end, they just make a, the best-looking sub you have ever seen. <laughs> like, just all the cheeses. Oh, God. The I'm old hungry. 24601 dilemma. Very nice. Literally. Mm. So, how I imagine Sweep Temptation to be is some sort of undercover superhero in these crime gangs. And they're duping their way into these busts and these high-level criminal undergoings yeah i like that i was going to suggest like someone who's always on the criminals team so they know what the heists are going to be and they're Mm. able to get to know the teams so they know what tempts them but then their innate mm. ability shows them the final object that will tempt them i was going to say because i'm I'm not sure if i want them to know beforehand because i like the idea of both sweet temptation and the reader being surprised 
oh, at the okay. same time. Yeah, actually, that's funnier. I mean, I wouldn't mind what we can we can try and do a compromise where I, it would be quite cool if maybe they used to be a criminal, mm-hmm. and it, and they use that kind of ability to predict um, heists and just crime. Hmm. I like the also, idea of them previously maybe like. Just being a small-time crook mm. and then being recruited into being a hero. I think also them being free of um, the gang-type stuff means that they're available for like smaller, petty crimes yeah, to be able to true. be foiled. Because otherwise yeah. it's just, just going to be big stuff. But what we want, one of our 2018 resolutions, mm-hmm. I think, should somehow be to have more heroes who are kind of all-rounding heroes. They're not yeah. just... A lot of our heroes have kind of got like this one kind of point of view and we can kind of go along you know, like sharp and blunt they were always going to have to try and fight the president. Yeah. Yeah. But it should be for Sweet Temptation, it is crime is everywhere, let's deal with crime. Yeah. Nice. Also, Back to we our can roots. rope in my uh, resolution, which was to have them fight more directly. Mm. I feel like their big thing that they love to do is to shapeshift back the moment that any criminal reaches out to touch the object of mm. desire and just fucking dush punches them. <laughs> Just like a giant arm coming out that diamond and giving them a right hook. He's like, "Gotcha." I I've been like listening quietly to this story that you've been conjuring about a a young, um, low time criminal uh, making a a change both in size and in honor and um, way of thinking to being a good guy. Let's look at that for a moment. Let's try and come up with a nice, satisfying uh, story for that maneuver. Because I feel that's going to be sort of a linchpin in the, in a Sweet Temptation story. Mm-hmm. I think we need a character for that. Maybe they were busted by like a chief of police or something, and maybe Sweet Temptation instinctively turned into the chief of police's temptation. And maybe oh, what if like the chief's temptation, like the thing that they want the most, is a city free of crime, but Sweet Temptation can't change into that. So they sort of, they have that almost telepathic moment where they read it and then they're like, ooh, they have sort of a weird mind change, you know? What do you oh, mean? I don't, I don't like a mind change. Yeah. It should be very not o- like organic. I have well, a not- suggestion. I have a suggestion. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, what if they were on a, you know, team of criminals they were going to pull some sort of, They've been pulling some crappy heists, some small-time gigs. Mm-hmm. And then they get thrown under the bus. Oh, that's, that's good. that's when the chief picks them up. And Would you like you to have... know the name of the person who threw them under the bus? <laughs> yeah, okay. Their name is Fig. Apparently, there's a cocktail called Fig. Okay. Is that, is, oh, is that it? I mean, I, I don't mind, but... Well, Fig's fine. That sounds like a criminal name. Um, it's one and a half ounces of Malibu rum. Uh, an ounce of pineapple juice and an ounce of cranberry juice. Okay, so Fig throws them under the bus, and my point is that you can then have this conversation of compromise. So the chief is like, "You want to get these suckers back, right?" And uh, our hero is like, "Well, hold on," and they try and figure out what the chief's desire is so that they can get out of this. But then mm. they realize, well, their desire is a world free of crime, a city free of crime, rather. Maybe a world free of crime is too much. <laughs> Mm. A city free of crime. A little haughty. Yeah. And they kind of look within themselves. I don't think they have a mind change, but maybe they think, well, I wonder if maybe I could pull that off and get what I want most. Hmm. 
Maybe they maybe they share their desires with one another. Oh. You know, uh, Sweet Temptations sharing their desire to crack down on Fig and the, the ring that they used to mm. brim with. And the chief of police is sharing their desire as well. You know, I mm. want to clean up this city. It's real bad. And I yeah. know that you can be a massive help with this. Right? How good is... That's, that's all right. I can dig it. I, I was going to suggest something similar about, like, Sweet Temptation having almost like their... Um, what's the word we've been using? It's, it's desire? Lost my mind. Desire, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's like their desire would be something similar. I've lost my trail of thought. Forget it. <laughs> there you go. But basically, let me, Dean, let me pick you it up. were good. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Dean. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe they could have this connection as well because our hero feels like sh- they, they've always had to transform for other people in order to be their sweet temptation. Mm-hmm. But for this police chief, they don't have to transform at all because for once, someone else has the same desire as they do. Oh, And so yes. they, they forge this bond. I like this trailer thought. Yes. What happens if the bond turns serious Mm. what happens if their desires change and their temptations for one another Mm. see now romance is always good in a superhero comic because it's doomed from the offset it's one of my 2018 resolutions more romance let's I know you said like we don't want a sex temptress or anything like that but let's let's add a romance that's like, fine. Doesn't have to yeah. have sex if it's a romance. There you go. A good, honest romance. Okay. I mean, sex is honest, but yeah. you're using a lot of problematic <laughs> speech here, Dean. N- not, not a sex. Well, no, not a sexy romance. Not a physical uh, look, romance. Here's, here's my proposal. Picture, picture them working together for months to bring crime down, and uh sweet temptation has been transforming into all these objects of desire for all these different criminals and nearly nearly getting grasped by all of these criminals and at the very last second just punching all of them and Mm -hmm. they're really satisfied by this their own desire is being met but like before when they first met the chief they felt this weird pull to do you know to trick criminals to yeah. get rid of crime. That was what their power was telling them to transform into. And maybe mm. maybe one time when they meet up after a long time of, you know, getting closer and closer, they activate their power in the chief's presence and it doesn't tell them to do that for a change. Ooh. What does it oh. tell them to do? Oh. I, see, this is real good. Mm. Also, I was playing around with the generator to try and um, come up with a, a name for the chief. And oh, I yeah. came up with uh, Vanilla Creamsicle. <laughs> Vanilla kind of suits like a police chief, like you square, you vanilla. Look, this is one of my all-time greatest beefs. Vanilla isn't boring. Vanilla is great, in- but it is a boring flavor. No, it's not. It's <laughs> like an incredible South American essence, and it it tastes incredible. And people should lay off vanilla. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Okay. So vanilla, chief vanilla, chief vanilla, and temptation. Mm-hmm. Fall in love. Sweet Temptation sees something that they've never seen before. Someone who has a desire for them. Mm-hmm. And being like a low, low down criminal who's often used for their superpower is going to be a big draw. Yeah, like they've never just been wanted for being just them. I've got an angle. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe it's the same angle. 
May I? Ooh, I don't want you to get the glory for it if it's a really <laughs> I'll, good idea. Oh, Jade, it's 2018. One of my resolutions is to, to be more generous. You may go ahead. And I shall continue being the most selfish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what if uh, they freak out because they think their power's not working? Okay. Because hmm. they can't transform because they don't need to. They are the desire. They are the sweet temptation themselves. Yeah. But they freak out because when they're in the room with the chief, they can't transform into anything. Oh, oh shit. See, that was very different from my angle. Oh, okay. Well, what was your idea? My angle was that uh, we have a similar timeline. Sweet Temptation tries to transform into the chief's uh, desire and they can't. And they're like, oh, I'm your desire. And that is true. And they have a romance. But it turns out the romance was all a sham. The, oh, no. chief, the chief does desire Sweet Temptation, but only for their crime-fighting abilities. No, I don't the, like that. That's the sad. Romance, the romance was only to keep them um, subdued and on board. Okay, well, this is the advantage of having a three-person podcast. You have two <laughs> options before you, Josh. Who do you choose? Okay, let's... Okay, we have... <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Josh. We have Romance is a Sham. Romance is Good. I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? Come on. Think about it. Think how cute it would be to have a scene of them freaking out that they can't use their powers and they are completely oblivious to the fact that the chief wants them. Imagine that very same scene, but with very, very dramatic undertones. Okay. Look, Dean, 2018 is going to be a good year. Yeah. Which means that we're going to have positive feelings. Yeah. The romance is not a sham. It's all that anime and manga that we've been watching and reading. Plus, he's been reading fragments of horror. He kind of needs some wholesomeness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do need some wholesomeness. I don't, I don't need another story about a guy who gets fed his own flesh from the future. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, okay. So, I guess romance wins over good storytelling. Love wins. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw that in there. So... But we do have to put this on the line, though. There must be a test. Okay. A love test. Okay. I'm not quite sure how to do that at the moment. My brain cards well, are still Well, maybe the temptation away. could be going back to crime in some way. Oh. Like, even though they're still obviously trying to fight crime, but eventually Sweet Temptation will find themselves tempted by what could be. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Maybe eventually they... When they do eventually get to Fig, there is something that Fig has that tempts Sweet Temptation back to crime. Well, maybe maybe they and Fig were together. Ooh. Oh, we got ourselves a love triangle. That's why it was even more painful when Fig threw them under the bus. Hmm. What if for... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so hell-bent on ruining this romance. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if just for a split second... Ooh, what if for a split second, right... Um, when uh, Sweet Temptation is trying to change into um, Vanilla's desires, for a split second, they change into Fig. It's like, wait, Chief, why? I mean, I get that you desire Fig. I mean, I desire Fig too. Like, they they, they fucked us up. But then the Chief's like, I have something to tell you. Oh? I've been working with Fig, and I've been with Fig. Okay, why would why? they have been working with Fig? How does this make sense? This seems well, like this a massive is why I got plot two hole. Other, this is why I got two other people. Figure that out. Okay? Yeah, yeah that's, okay. a big, that's a big old plot hole. Figure it out. 
I think, I, I don't hold want on, to. Let's, let's take, <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to take a little, just a pinch of that because one thing from that was a good idea for Sweet Temptation to turn into Fig. Mm. Mm. And then, oh, oh boy, this oh. is a good idea. Mm. Maybe, uh, sorry, I, I don't know why I said that. Like, I haven't even heard your reaction to it yet, but I had that visceral feeling that it's a very good one. What if Fig has become like the figurehead, the public face of crime? And so mm. the big catch, the big prize for the police force would be to have Fig, to nail mm. him. Of course. Right? Yeah. So when when Chief and Sweet Temptation are having this, maybe they've just lost Fig again, like Fig has slipped through their fingers once more, even though mm -hmm. they've caught some small fry with Sweet Temptation's power. Mm -hmm. Chief comes back onto the scene because, as we know, their power doesn't work if Chief is on the scene because Sweet Temptation is Chief's Always the object desire, of right? desire. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then their power kicks in and they turn into Fig and they're like, hold on, I, I get that you want him. I know he's, we've lost him again. I get it. But we're going we're gonna to get this guy. But the Chief, his, his eyes have glazed over and he realizes I could put this version of fig away oh shit Ooh. and i'd get the common i'd Ooh. rise up so high in the ranks for this oh shit jay that's dark i know so you that... wanted some darkness i gave now, it to you this is dark however i would like to know a few bits about sweet temptation's power in terms of logistics okay go mm -hmm. for it because once say you know, it does put um sweet temptation behind bars as fig. Would that mean that then the desire has been fulfilled? Nope. Do you and, know why? And also, is it like an area of influence? If uh, Sweet Temptation leaves the area of the... Like, does Sweet Temptation choose who to change into? Because it sounds like changing into fig is almost like a... Sweet Temptation has no p control yes, over their power. I'd say there's no power. They, ha they have the power to invoke it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they don't know what they'll turn into. Which usually is a gag, but here it's very dark. Yeah. Imagine them just being all like, desire mode, huh? And yeah, then they'll change whatever. But the question of area of effect or where would it wear off, mm -hmm. my thought is that it's a bit more complicated in this very specific situation because Sweet Temptation's desire is for Chief to be happy, is for Chief Vanilla to be happy. Mm. And if they change back from Fig and prove that Chief is a fraud... Chief won't be happy, and Sweet Temptation cannot cancel out their own desire. I mean, Ooh. in a way, in a way, we can save ourselves a little bit of effort because mm -hmm. it doesn't one hundred percent matter after they've got arrested. Surely, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there's like court dates and whatnot, but you know, the old justice system can be, uh, shall we say, jimmied a little bit. Mm. Or for all this talk of area effect or whatnot, you can just basically have them arrested as Fig thrown into a cop car, drove off into the sunset, and, well, they can be sweet temptation for the rest of their life in jail. Hmm. And then you've got the jail arc. Now, the oh. jail arc would be quite fun. A jail arc in other uh, shows can, can be a little bit of a struggle, you know. There's a very limited sphere of influence for stories to occur. Unless you're Orange is a New Black, and then you manage to just top yourself every season. <laughs> but... Jail could be a very interesting place for Sweet Temptation because you could be turn into a 
a, a, an ounce of cocaine and be snorted and then explode a man's head within their own body. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there you go. I told you it'd be interesting. Also, you've got the fact that a lot of the criminals in there would have been put away because of Sweet Temptation. Exactly. And then you'd have the old mm-hmm. Rorschach. Because I imagine, in- I imagine before they get thrown away as Fig... Fig is like the last big criminal that needs to be taken out. Otherwise, they've cleared up a lot of the city's crime. Mm. Oh, imagine so the, the prison's turn. prison's full to bursting. Imagine the revelation. Imagine the, the plot twist that happens when Fig gets thrown into the same jail. <gasps> oh. But what? How did... No, that doesn't work. The chief's done it. Or maybe... Oh, right. Can I just throw in a little little side sidebar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little sidetrack. Oh, first 2018 mm. reference to sidetrack. Mm. I kind of want to quickly throw in a reference to one of our previous heroes. Is it Bleach Ruby? It is Bleached Ruby. Yes! As a prison psychiatrist. The burpee winner of 2017, Bleach Ruby. Now, <laughs> who would know better than having to change yourself to suit a kind of a situation Yeah. than a criminal turned kind of hero? Also, oh, this is a crossover, and when Bleach Ruby breaks everyone out of the prison... Yes. Oh, so, shit. Somebody is going to also escape. Oh, dang. Are we adding another character to Stone and Mulliverse? Yes, we are. Holy Ooh. Josh. <laughs> I mean, it works. Yeah. So what it happens after works. the breakout? What happens? Because Bleach Ruby goes and does their thing with Stone and Muller, perhaps in another district. Which also leaves um, the chief open to... Well, They're not, they're not going to have to worry about Stone and Muller coming in and saving the day because they're yeah. busy with Bleach Ruby. So... Mm. Sweet Temptation can have their sweet time with the Chief and sort out mm-hmm. their problems. Yeah. You mean a final showdown with the Chief, surely? They've been betrayed. And then they find the Chief and Fig talking it out. Maybe it was all a setup. Maybe the Chief was paid off by Fig to throw away Sweet Temptation. Oh, uh, uh- yeah. So the temptation of the Chief getting the big payoff and... High career position and Fig mm. is just like, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll go into hiding. I'll Ooh. find a new name. Uh, that right? That explains why Fig is the source of temptation. It's not because they want to have a clean city. It's because Fig can give them everything they want. Yeah. Oh, yes. nice. Oh, we rounded it off. Nice. So how does Ooh. this how does this play out? We need a conclusion. Mm. Oof. Um. Well, there will be a massive fight. Clearly oh, between... oh, oh, can I set up the scene after the prison break? Please. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Fig, in their new sort of disguise, is in Chief's office. You know, the, the police uh, department is mainly empty because everyone's rushed off to deal with the big mm. prison breakout. Mm-hmm. And um, Sweet Temptation sneaks in because they, they know easily how to, you know, sneak through the precinct. They've done this many times. They've been around the block. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, they hover outside the door of Chief's office and Fig is leaning over the desk and they're like, you know Sweet Temptation's coming. You know they're headed your way. What are we going to do? And that's when Sweet Temptation decides to burst in, I guess. Mm. They burst in and, um, of course, they all turn to Sweet Temptation. But then Sweet Temptation, out of instinct, turns into Fig's desire. Right. Which is what at this point? We are storytellers. This is something we must very heavily consider. Well, okay. If we work out everyone else's, like, okay. The chief is going to get rid of Fig. He's going to get a city free of crime. Yeah. Mm. Right? 
which mm-hmm. means that Fig will leave the city mm-hmm. with a certain amount of money, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Of course. So would it be... Hmm. Okay. Let, I'm, I'm not sure if let, it would end up being like some sort of Citizen Kane kind of rosebud thing. Like he's obviously going to have briefcase full of money with comedy kind of dollars poking out the yeah. sides because it's so <laughs> brim to the full to the brim. But then I think I think it would play out with um a, a good old fisticuffs fight again. One of our resolutions for 2018 is to have more direct fighting and violence. Yeah, so we can have the temptation of the briefcase full of money and then the fist flying out of the pile of money. <laughs> again, <laughs> oh. the old the old standby for Sweet Temptation. A fist oh, okay. flying out of the main desire. Right, right, is, right. Is that how okay. they get into the room in the end? We don't no, have the whole turning this is how it thing. happens. This is how it happens, Josh. They're fighting in this like small, typical 90s police chief office. They're being thrown around the place. A sweet temptation gets thrown over the desk. They disappear. And then uh, they're looking around and say, like, shit, where are they gone? I don't know. Just let's get out of here. Grab the briefcase full of money. But it's the wrong briefcase. Whoopam! A fist comes out of the handle and punches Fig right in their stupid face. And then, in the flurry of it all, the chief has a gun. And the two of them, Sweet Temptation and Fig, are in front of them. The chief now points his gun and decides which one he has to shoot, mm. possibly. I'm sure that can be solved quite easily because yeah. somehow they could change... Oh, could, like, Sweet Temptation change into the chief's desire and it being a really, like, specific thing that they shared together? Like, like we can either play it off as a gag, as though it's something quite saucy, mm-hmm. or mm. it can be something kind of more, like, from an idealised, like, time oh. like it like not, not a date or something like yeah like something like, that they want everything to kind of go back yeah and they want it to all kind of go back to the way it was before and that's yeah. how they know which one is sweet temptation and which one's fig hmm. Hmm. i think oh yeah because sweet temptation would still be in the guise of fig in their escape i didn't even think of that well i guess they'd take this the guise of fig to avoid no the no they would they would be fig for a lot of the time Hmm. I think that's Even how when we they show up that. in the office. So that that's then that makes it far more dramatic for the shootout. I think that's what Josh is saying. Like, because then Sweet Temptation needs to transform in order for the chief to be able to tell who's who. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. There is obviously a bit of a gap between turning into a. Um, we could, I think we could. I like the idea of them turning into a briefcase, but I wouldn't mind moving the briefcase thing to the start and just having yeah. the chief and Fig talking. Yeah, that's just like a gag. Then the briefcase slowly pushes out, and then they have the fight. <gasps> and then he no, turns no, it to wait, Fig. Wait, 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 oh. wait. Okay, this is better. This is better. The prison break happens, yep. and we cut to the chief's office. Yes. And the briefcase is just there on the table, yes. and they're arguing, and the chief is just like, you think you can bribe me? And Fig is like, wait, no, th- I thought that was yours. And then the yeah. fist flies out. Yeah, that's what oh, I was going nice. for. Yours is much more nice. detailed and thusly yeah. good. Yes, excellent. That's very, very good. Okay. Mm. And then, of course, they change from the briefcase into the chief's desire would be fig, I guess, still, because they can offer them what they want. And then from there, we have the dramatic showdown between uh, the chief of his gun and the two different figs. But maybe... Oh, I know what happens. Okay, what? go. So they're, the two figs are having a punch out now. Yeah. Um, and... The chief is firing wildly because they don't know who's who. Mm-hmm. And it's only when one of the shots lands that one of the figs transforms. But it's a very... 
Hmm. Unstable transformation. They transform back into Sweet Temptation, but then they sort of start to turn into money as well, and they. Oh no! Fade it's, it's, away. Go, it's going. It's, oh, I was going to say it's going to go full of Kira, and it's just going to go weird baby thing. Oh, <laughs> co- sort of, yeah. But I was going to say it could be this sort of dramatic, just fluttering away as as bits of money that then fade into nothing. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. We were trying to go so positive, and now they just fall into the wind. Maybe that's just the end of that particular scene, though. Mm. Uh, maybe they could recongeal somewhere else. Yeah, like maybe that's what they need to Escape. reform into their their sweet temptation self. Who's the, the, not... the chief must go on a quest to pick up every single <laughs> no, one of the Jesus, notes. No, Jesus, we're not. <laughs> especially after all the talk about clamp. All <laughs> right, all right. I think we've got our first hero of 2018, Sweet oh. Temptation. Thank you all so much for listening to us create our very first hero of 2018 and i yeah. think i think it's a good one i'd like to add the final addendum that sweet temptation would continue cracking down on crime once they'd finally freed themselves of chief and fig mm. of course of course thus is a true hero mm-hmm. all right stick around for the credits where josh will give you the lowdown on how you can support us as a podcast and in the meantime hit us oh, up I that's right I thought you were about to do that whole thing where you give yourself a middle name, and I realised I hadn't thought of one yet. Well, you, you got a little bit of time, don't worry. Okay. Um, all that's left for me to say is that you have been bitten by the first radioactive podcast of the year. I am Dean the Desire McKnight. I'm Jade Seductress Sarson. And I'm Josh the... Hi, Josh. <laughs> the Strawberry Woo Woo Wandle. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good night, everybody. Bitten by Radioactive Podcast is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and me, Josh Randall. Uh, it is edited by both Dean and me. All that's left to say is hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did please uh, go on iTunes give us a star rating and we'll end up using whatever name you leave in a future episode BBR underscore podcast is where you can find us on Twitter Uh, we'll be posting up illustrations and recommendations uh, throughout the week so yeah we'll hopefully see you next week on Bitten by Radioactive Podcast